basically for the most tasks, uh, what I found with TDD, it's the it um, gives you a checklist of stuff to do. Okay. So uh, yeah, you want to create a controller, then you know you you will fill a model and it will eat the database, and then this happens, and the client goes here, and and the output is that. Uh, when I'm writing a test, I just making that checklist. This this is the first step, second step, the third step, fourth step, and fifth step, and, and it's done. Uh, and that basically, uh, my brain is prepared to do something. So I I became really fast. I think for Termwinds, he already did know a lot about CLI uh, tools, so command line applications, because he was yeah. also the guy behind that fancy output, like the collision output for right. Laravel, uh, Air Horse on, on Terminal. Uh, so he did know a lot, but he did know the pain how to style uh, on stuff for the Terminal. That It's it's super difficult. It, you need to know a scapegoat, okay. and if you need to put a color on, mm. on something... you are coming first time to india do what do you know about india and anything special you want to do here or you want to see here i want to see basically something the, the traffic i know it's something that's uh, <laughs> that uh, that that is really different and i i really? i oh I, I already went to uh, another country like honduras uh, that's on uh, america central that has uh, like crazy traffic also uh, for for us like europeans but uh, i i would love to see that and the food i really enjoy indian foods and i know it's everything it's spicy even uh, even uh, when you you say it's it's not it's uh, uh, something in there, but yeah, I yeah. I really enjoy trying trying uh, different mm -hmm. stuff and and all of that. So yeah. I'm uh, really really excited. Yeah. For for exactly, those exactly exactly yeah. So you want to see the traffic in India and yeah, traffic is really crazy <laughs> and yeah. uh, I can warn you don't get afraid of the traffic don't get afraid of getting into the local uh, transportations <laughs> you will be safe <laughs> nobody is going to touch you <laughs> so don't don't worry about that and i will not worry all indian people yeah yeah all indian people will be there for your safety <laughs> yeah i i know they they uh, they are good drivers way better than yes. the european drivers so yeah that's for sure they can exactly. handle a lot of things okay. in in the in their mind and stuff yeah so yeah i'm prepared right, right. okay so francisco uh, where are you basically from like which country i'm from portugal uh oh. from the kind of uh, a small village in portugal in the middle of portugal not the big city but i went to for, for to work like 12, 13 years, 13 years ago to Lisbon, that is the capital of, of uh, Portugal. And I, I, I stayed there working like for more than 10 years. And then I just oh. came back to the to, to my village. And right now I just work remotely, basically. Uh, yeah, and uh, and that's it. And I, I enjoy the quiet, but some, but sometimes I have to go to to Lisbon. Okay. Yeah, to, to the, the, we do, we basically do uh, around each two months we do a PHP Lisbon meetup, uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, me and Nuno, right. uh, and yeah, right. it's uh, it's super excited as well. Uh, it's everything going well. Every meetup we are getting more mm. people 
yeah and the community it's it's growing and php is not dead so mm-hmm. yeah as they yeah, say <laughs> PHP, PHP is not dead yes. <laughs> PHP is actually booming right, yeah. right now I believe with Laravel each and every day you see some amazing things happening something is actually progressing with the Laravel so yeah that's just really cool okay so uh, Francisco uh, so you are from Portugal and I did one podcast for with Kaneko and yeah. Kaneko taught me one Portuguese word and I believe, uh, if I remember correctly, it was saudade. So, is there any word for saudade? Saudade, yeah. It's uh, good. Missing someone, good. basically. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so Kaneko te- taught me a good word, <laughs> not not something bad. So, so similar to that, uh, can you teach me any? amazing word a funny word from your language and then i will t- going to teach you one hindi word mm-hmm. that will be useful for you when you will be here in india very soon let me let me think let me think of a good word to to teach you uh yeah you, you can think mm. Yeah, okay. That's uh, one that uh, obrigado. Sorry, what was that? Obrigado. Obrigado. Yeah. Obrigado. That, yeah, obrigado. That's obrigado. pretty cool. Obrigado. Yeah. Okay, so obrigado means means thank you. Oh, so obrigado. So yeah. Francisco obrigado for coming to this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good word obrigado. to use. To use in Portugal. Obrigado. So, obrigado. How how I can remember it? Like obri. So bri bro. Oh bro. Get do it. Oh bro, get do it. So obrigado. Obrigado. So I can remember yeah. something like that. Obrigado. Oh bro, get do it. Okay. Yeah. So teach me something that uh, I can get some food or something. That's important. Oh, that's yeah. good. It's survival. So, uh, I, I, yeah, I taught one, one Hindi word to Jess. And uh, that's, that's like uh, when you are hungry, you mm-hmm. want to like you, you want food. So how you're going to ask in Hindi that you are hungry. So I am hungry. Mm-hmm. That means or, or that translate to Hindi like book lagi hai. Book lagi hai. Book, yeah. Lucky so book, B H double O K. Okay. So book, lagi hai, L A G I. Lagi, lagi. Yeah, lagi. Book, lagi. Hai. Hai. H A I. H A I. Hai. Yeah. Book lagi hai. Yeah. So hai. I I'm yeah, hungry. Call it like hai. Yeah. <laughs> so book lagi hai. I am hungry. Book lagi hai. I need food. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So you can use this word when you will be here in India. So when you are hungry, you will say that, Hey, Sarthak, bhook lagi hai. So I, yeah. I will like, oh, you so, are yeah, yeah, Okay, let's go with something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great, That's great, nice. Francisco. So this was a fun, fun element I do with all the guests so that yeah. they will become comfortable. I will become comfortable. And uh, now let's really start this thing with the, with the one, one 
important question is like how you become a developer or is this like always you want to do the development always from the childhood you were in the coding or how mm -hmm. you landed into the coding things what what was your yeah. journey that uh, was super funny so uh, when i was like 14 years old uh, oh. i was super addicted to um, counter strike uh -huh. the game counter strike, counter -Strike 1.6 yeah. i basically oh, yeah. start uh, about, uh, around that age that the the um, the fast internet came basically to mm -hmm. to portugal no more to those uh, 56k uh, routers uh, so modems uh, i would say so uh, the fast internet came to portugal around that that time and i basically was mm. super addicted on playing online counter strike i I went to to land parties and all uh, all of that stuff and uh, on that time for to, for us to communicate we you we used like uh, M I R C I I I R C it's called called Mirk it was a chat um, tool that we used on the time to basically communicate it was just kind of like Slack but uh, oh, it was. Uh, okay. Kind was of. a bit more uh, old and more kind of, uh, but I think uh, basically Slack and Discord I think used the that IRC uh, principle in in uh, inside, yeah. But basically, and and we basically just communicated there on okay, we can go to this server and play once against each other, and uh, and there was some some channels on there that basically gathered people. And based on skill level, it will match. So you, right now, I think that the games do that automatically and match based yeah. based on those skill level. But on that time, the Counter Strike did not add that embedded. Mm -hmm. So they are these channels that basically measure your kind of level and, and match together with other players. So, mm. so, so you can go and play fair, kind of, and 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 it be more exactly. more exciting. So uh, I was on that, but on prime times, like uh, on like nine nine p.m. or something, was a lot of people trying to get in on a server w w with that mm -hmm. system, and I never could join. So I, I yeah, okay, I have to find a way. How how, how can I uh, go and and write uh, basically uh, exclamation point ads. Enter before everyone. How can I do that? How can I? So I start searching and basically went start learning kind of um, Mirk Mirk um, script. I think I, I think it was called. It oh. was at the script wow. inside of the IRC uh -huh. system. So I basically start learning how to program on that, copying stuff from one side, checking documentation. There is there was not a lot of information at the time. Uh, on the internet, so I checked documentation, found another examples from other scripts and all of that, and basically figure out a way to basically listen for a word and and write uh, something before. So after that, I basically went first uh, writing uh, exclamation point ads on every game I I I wanted to <laughs> to join. So yeah, I kind of right. shitted shitted the system, the the system on that. And basically, I start liking that uh, programming thing, and I start going to the school and thinking new programs. Why? What should I make? And yeah, my passion started started there. And then I uh, years later, I start 
okay, I want to build a website. So I kind of mm. basically uh, self-taught myself and went. I went to the... Uh, after my middle school, uh, yeah, I, I, okay, I, I want to go for some, some programming uh, teaching or something to, to learn more about programming and, and it was basically when it really started, but I already had the basis. So which language you pick first? So I picked first, uh, was basically PHP on my first language. Then uh, I start learning uh, the, all the language that they, they, they teach on school, uh, ba Visual Basic <laughs> and, um, mm -hmm. uh, and um, COBOL and all the, those old stuff, yeah. languages. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I never understood on the, on the beginning how the compilation process works and all of that. That was really confusing in my free time. I invested a lot on PHP because it basically was instant. I made the change, it works, it shows me on the browser. I basically copied the file to to the FTP or something in that time. And it basically just works. And I was basically learning how, how to do stuff like that. And yeah, I, I and then I, I got a job, I like a, a job on a, a, on a advertising company. And start building oh. building a lot of a lot of small websites on that for right. for small Amazing. campaigns and yeah and that basically yeah. then Great. it took off. Nice. So you yeah. started with PHP and how you get into Laravel or when you get into Laravel? So like on uh, like uh, around like ten years ago, I start learning more about frameworks and like Coding Night or was. Uh, mm -hmm was super popular at the awesome. time yeah and yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, I did start learning from videos from Jeffrey Way the one and only mm. that he did uh, at the <laughs> time uh, and uh, after that I I start feeling okay there is probably something better better here and I yeah. did not fall into the Laravel at first I did I did go to Symphony <laughs> to Symphony first yeah. And then, uh, with more experience, I said, oh, okay, this feels a bit too heavy for a lot of the things that I, I, I do. So right. I started following again Jeffrey Y, all of those guys, and uh, landing on, on Laracas and start learning and start enjoying mm -hmm. uh, the, um, the community. That, that was really important. And so, like, like, on the last four years, five years, I... I, I I basically turn turn all my my side projects, all my small projects, into Laravel applications, basically. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even though on my client work, I'm trying to switch every everything to to Laravel. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I also did this same thing. I started with the core PHP one project, then I moved that project into the Code Igniter, and after learning Laravel, I said, okay, let's move that same project to Laravel now. Yeah. And like when I was just moving from Code Igniter to Laravel, Laravel new version came and I said, okay, I need to start fresh for the new version because I didn't know that how to upgrade mm -hmm. the older version to the new version. So it was like four times I created the website from scratch, from scratch. in two years. <laughs> yes. So it was really crazy thing. And I think that happened to everyone when, when yeah. you start loving something, you you try to try to move everything into that framework because that's you you want you want to work on that for every project it's really good and 
I have a, I have read on your website, your personal website, that you are also like good in JavaScript things, the frameworks like Angular. I don't know about the React and Vue. Mm -hmm. uh, so, which which one you like more, PHP, Laravel, or like JavaScript frameworks? I really enjoy the for the backend side. I really enjoy working with uh, PHP and Laravel. I don't like working with with no JS. <laughs> you don't like. Uh, I I know a lot of JS because I did loads of JS, and when I was working in uh, in advertisement uh, mm -hmm. company, I did a lot of fancy things, a lot of moving parts, a lot of a lot of stuff. But yeah. for the backend part, I really don't like it. I don't I don't enjoy it. I mean, and I can be wrong on that, but I don't really enjoy working with no 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 JS. And I, I and I, I I did work in some projects with it, uh, which uh, I, I tried like two or three frameworks uh, on that. But I don't think there is nothing uh, like exactly. we have in Laravel. For, uh, uh, yes. So if we go on the testing part, so yeah, I don't think there is uh, anything uh, that comes comes close to yeah. what nothing, nothing what, what we have for general. yeah. We have to, yeah, you. You need exactly. to build a lot of stuff from scratch to uh, to to uh, to to fill your needs, yeah. and that rapid development will probably go away quickly. Now, what what, what about like front end frameworks like React, Vue, Angular? Yeah. For the front, yeah, I, I I'm I'm uh, now when I work with Laravel projects, I'm mostly using Vue, Vue three, mm -hmm. but and I also have a plugin for internationalization. That is uh, on my GitHub. It's becoming uh, popular on that, right? Because it connects exactly. the translations from uh, the backend and the frontend and uses the same the same JSON files or the same PHP files and works both frontend and backend. But uh, yeah, I do work mostly with Vue when when there is Laravel projects because I think it's the the recommended stack and I try to to become more connected to that. But uh, for from the front-end projects that I work I, I enjoy React a bit more because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it gives more free, a bit more freedom than uh, the, the others. And I think Vue, it's coming that path also with the script setup, with the composition API, it's coming on, on that path. I'm, I, don't, uh, I don't know the state for Angular because I did not work with Angular like in the last uh, two, two years. I think they changed a lot, but... I, I, I yeah. don't really know the state on, on that. Yeah. As Ang Angular, I think uh, since it's being a modular framework, everything is a module, module, module. So if you if you feel like working in a, in a module kind of things, that's okay with that. And uh, also Angular is more of an enterprise level thing. Everything seems like a super professional, high level things. <laughs> but with the React and Vue, it's like, it feels like it's it's you are doing things. It's your yeah. framework. Yeah. So you have so the control. Why, yeah. 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 You have full control over yeah. like wherever you want. You put your file. It doesn't matter. There is a proper structure, but you can break that structure mm. and do whatever you want. But Angular, you have to stick with one and only one rule, which is like registering things here, there. So that's why. Yeah. In one sense, it's good because when you are working in a team, you need to follow a to rule. Them, yeah. But having one rule only for everyone, like for an individual plus for a hundred people team, mm -hmm. it's not good. So that's why I also like like React and Vue is more clear, more easy to grasp for uh, like beginners 
compared to the angular so yeah but w- once again react and vue both are super powerful mm-hmm. okay but i have heard or i have seen that react is way famous is it because the react is having a backing of fa- facebook only or is it like react is really have something which is making it super popular what do you think mm. like between the react and vue uh, i believe Why because react, react was probably the first one i think that probably the first was angular mm-hmm. uh yeah, i probably was the first and uh, i think react uh, uh, was the second and then right after I, that there was react native for the yeah. applications and and they kept the, ex- the exact same um, the, the exact same api the, the exact same of the way to, the way to work and uh, yeah and there was 100% freedom on that i think uh, the most experienced developers did enjoy enjoy that and basically they they start working with it and then i think uh, view on the version 1 was on kind of a, of a middle was kind of a, a framework to work with uh, connected to some kind of backend directly some more to work on like a monolith like like we do normally yeah. with a lot of applications right. i think was built for kind of that that bubble and probably on that area was when everyone was talking about microservices um, all that kind of stuff dividing everything separating everything and probably uh, because of that react got more popular than view i think right now with uh, the hype gone uh, around that that kind of stuff i think view is kind it's growing a bit more and it's taking more popularity to, from the react yeah. people Yes, and with React three, I believe it's making a great, great transition. Like it's competing with the React, the API yeah. we have, the React. Yeah. Similar things we we can do. Like in API uh, in React, you can create your own hooks. Yeah. And similar things you can do with the Vue three yeah. composition API. Yeah. It's really great, and I yeah. think uh, Vue has a bright future. Good. Yeah. Right? Okay, let's move back to your work once again. you are doing term wind um, yeah i'm writing um, i'm saying correct term wind term wind yeah ah okay so term wind what is this term wind and why it is useful and what you are doing with this because i have an image that nuno first tweeted about the term wind so it was like his project he has created or he started it mm-hmm. but later on i believe you take over it what what's the confusion is this so yeah no no is a guy full of ideas i don't uh, <laughs> yeah i'm not sure if you met him already uh, in the other year i have year. met him yeah. on india on 2019 yeah. when he came for laravel live yeah. india uh, conference so i met him it's he's really cool person yes yeah. as you said full of idea and as he ha- once he has joined the laravel team <laughs> he just exploded <laughs> with yeah. a lot of so he, amazing he, things he is Yeah, it's a guy with uh, loads of ideas, and he basically, when he wants to learn something, he don't want mm-hmm. to go to the documentation and read the whole thing. And ah, okay, now I know how this works. And normally, uh, Jamesin opens a new project, open source project, and 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 he yeah. uses that to start 
learning uh, like a, a new thing that open that, that happened with the open ai uh, php client that he created yes. Uh, yes i think he did something for crypto as well because he, he wanted to learn mm -hmm. about uh, about that so these are two examples i think for termwinds he already did know a lot about cli uh, tools so command line applications because he was yeah. also the guy behind that fancy output, like the collision output for right. Laravel, uh, air horse on, on terminal. Uh, so he, he did know a lot, but he did know the pain how to style mm. uh, on stuff for the terminal. That it's it's super difficult. It, you need to know a scapegoat, okay. and if you need to put a color on mm. on something. Yeah, I, I I I even don't know how to calculate uh, like a red color. Uh, I'll I'll to write that in in numbers. That's that's some <laughs> some weird stuff. And um, yeah. other than that, it's super hard to maintain. If you have a team that are working on something that relate, related to the, the the terminal, if you are working with uh, vanilla, let's say vanilla styling for the terminal, it it's not maintainable because you have a, yeah. a, 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 a super big string and. You you probably can't can can't understand nothing on that. So the idea started exactly. from Nuno. Nuno started building mm -hmm. this thing with some method names for for um, that basically mimic the the names from Tailwind CSS. Start work like mm -hmm. title case. Let's go with title case. So mm -hmm. it will basically the first character will be uppercase and all the rest will be lowercase. So he started yeah. creating one method and. And I started, I started seeing that on Twitter. He basically shared everything that he yeah. did on the project. Okay, let me jump. And I and I did not know it, did not know him uh, before. So I started. Okay, oh. this is a good project. Let me go here and see what I can contribute. Because I was anger to contribute more on the open source. Mm. I, I I I did before, but but was not so many contributions. So I started checking. Okay, there is a lower case class on Tailwind that is not integrated on Tailwind. I said, okay, let's yeah, add yeah, yeah. lowercase. And basically, the way Nuno built the, um, the application, the source, the source code, the package, mm -hmm. uh, it's a way to basically everyone can participate. It's not super, super yeah, no. difficult, super, um, uh, some weird exactly. kind of abstraction that nobody understands, only the owner understands. So uh, he basically, uh, okay, let me check how we did the title case. Okay, it's just a method, just a method on, on this styles class. So to do the lowercase, I just need to add a method and add a test for that. And basically okay. I lost like five minutes and I, I had like a, a pull request on, on Termwind. And then uh, Nuno accepted it. I got more excited on that. I started adding, um, so it was like, Lowercase. I started adding stuff like um, padding. I started adding mm -hmm. all kind of so small things that uh, we can do basically <laughs> in, in 10, 10 minutes or, or something. Mm -hmm. And like I did, I did like six, seven PRs on those kind of small stuff. And wow. basically, Nuno sent me a message: "Do you want to be a package manager of, of Termwind? Do you want to help me with that?" Wow. And I okay, yeah. Let's, so uh, yeah, th that's great. So yeah, basically uh, we went from that, uh, we had uh, one guy that uh, contributed with the, that HTML um, uh, API that we use right mm -hmm. now, that's super familiar to everyone, but builds for the, the, the terminal. 
yeah, and but yeah, was basically like our journey, and then all of a sudden I I start going uh, going to dinner with Nuno in Lisbon, and we basically t- yeah, I yeah, so, and he's a so great guy and a, a good friend of mine, so yeah, <laughs> was pretty cool. So yeah. The uh, yeah. uh, f- the message for the people that are listening to to us is uh, don't be uh, afraid to contribute on a project like with the big guy like mm-hmm. no no there's nothing to be afraid yeah, yeah. exactly uh, what I get is like Termwind is a package which you can use in your Laravel or PHP application that mm-hmm. will going to help you to design the output of the command line yep with the familiar syntax of tailwind css but exactly. it doesn't have any relation with the ta- tailwind css no only the class names basically only the class name only the the familiar names or yeah, the class like, names we have yeah so yeah the padding and yeah the color, the padding it's we do. P, if you want to yeah. do so, padding two mm-hmm. yeah it will let padding on top yeah, bottom P2. and right yeah, yeah p2 yeah, yeah. yeah you wow. get it good so so that's the that's why we have the like you and Nuno have the name called term wind. So it's why it's term or why it's not term. Or uh, okay, I got it. Sorry, it's for terminal term. Is it yeah. like that? So, yeah, so terminal uh, so, term. Yeah, yeah, and tailwind tail. Yeah. Oh, sorry, first wind. name. The first name term. came from Nuno. That was tail, tail, um, tail CLI. Tail CLI. Oh. Okay. And then so uh, this was the first proposed name. Yeah, and then Kaneko went on board to do the logo and told, "No, no, that's a bad oh. name. That's a bad <laughs> name. Let's go with Termwin. Termwin makes more sense." And that's a funny wow. story because Kaneko told me that mm-hmm. he already started before something like Termwin that he started working on some classes and. But never basically did not uh, did not uh, publish the the package. So uh, and then Nuno, without talking to Kaneko, he he basically did publish (laughs) the the uh, the package. And so Kaneko gave his name to Nuno's uh, package. Yeah, Kaneko. Kaneko. It's also a super creative guy. Let's move to your next favorite thing, which is test-driven development. So (laughs) test-driven development. Like this is the thing which made me more productive, which made me understanding Laravel or any other framework where I'm writing tests in depth. And uh, it's obviously making your uh, application robust. So what flow you follow for TDD, the test-driven development? And uh, tell me like, what is the right way of doing it? Yeah, so for me, I I don't think there is a wrong or right way to do it. To do with testing, for me, basically for the most tasks, uh, what I found with TDD, it's uh, it um, gives you a checklist of stuff to do. Okay. So uh, yeah, you want to create a controller, then you know you you will fill a model and it will hit the database, and then this happens, and the client goes here, and and the output is that. Uh, when I'm writing a test, I just making that checklist. This this is the first step, second step, third step, fourth step, and fifth step, and, and it's done. Uh, 
and that basically uh, my brain is prepared to do something so i i became really fast w w with it I, i i know on the beginning i di i did not know the syntax and i probably will lose some time but for the majority of tasks after like if you 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 can give it like one or two weeks of probably a bit of pain and then you you, you will notice it that you are much faster uh, working with tests and it's not that painful as normally people say and so for me that's normally my my goal and my plan i know there are some cases that's that that sometimes we don't know the outputs when we are working we are still thinking how oh, this will work uh, some kind some weird task but mostly like 90 of the time we know the what is the input what is the output and we can basically write kind of a checklist and do things faster so normally i start i start going with that td process that's that td process that we know uh, it's basically make the tests pass and then refactor and that's normally my my goal and sometimes i even go further and write all my tests in one file and then only fill the the, the tests uh, after so i i okay this It can create uh, a user. It can delete a user. I create all those tests and start going inside of them. Sometimes I I do this this for and, and send to my colleagues and check. Is there any any test missing on this task? And they tell they tell me or something. Yeah, that's normally my 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 plan on this. Again, I really you write really you write tests before writing before writing the app like or yeah. applications. Ninety so percent of the time, all the test, yeah. all the tests. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes so you yeah. have written yeah. you have written no logic, no no test and just the testing you have written. Yeah. And then you realize that okay, all seems like covered. Now let's write the real code. Yeah. That's normally okay. that, that's normally what I do. Normally I when I create a test, I start implementing, but sometimes I create like the all tests and that's a feature that will come to past v2. That's the to do. Mm -hmm. We can mark a test mm -hmm. to be to be done later. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that, right. that I that will, I will probably use that a lot. <laughs> yeah, since I normally exactly. use, sometimes I, so, I write I write so all those tests your, empty, your, empty tests. <laughs> your yeah. approach, I believe, will be called super test driven because <laughs> you're not writing one test and then writing the real code. You're writing full feature and then start writing the code. It's yeah. really good. So uh, I just want to know, like. Uh, this is really powerful thing test driven development or basically writing test is a powerful thing so what you recommend like for a beginner when they should start learning about the testing what is the right time and what is the right time for test driven development so uh, if they are working with uh, laravel i really re recommend checking out the course from uh, christoph I I I and the, I think you will explain the bare bones of testing and all those questions that are in your mind ah, why what I should why should I do testing because I can prove it myself with my head that that this works that's mm -hmm. normal stuff that people ask and sometimes they find on the internet that unit testing needs to be done on every project and you have to be super um, super precise and you only have to test that uh, that specific class or something and you can go further and, and people get scared of that and don't know how to how to basically test uh, and uh, what it what it can improve is i just test one class and mm -hmm. 
the whole feature can fail. So uh, I think starting with a course like the one from Kuristov, it's a good idea. I think also Jeffrey Way on Laracasta is a, a good course on that. And uh, yeah, I think from the, the example of others that you know that are good developers, the guys that you trust, I think you can really learn how, how you should test. And normally in the most projects, I, I, I don't do a lot of unit testing. I'm basically in, in, in kind of the small, medium projects, I, I just basically do feature testing because that's, uh, that, that is what uh, the user will end up using. So yeah, you want to test their output. Sometimes, yeah, we have a small class that we want to prove it, like on a unit case that we want to prove it that does not change or something. Yeah, but but the most cases, I think that's more useful to test. It's feature, feature testing. Yeah. Can, yeah. Can you explain more like what is unit testing and what is feature testing? So uh, normally you, there there is a, lo a lot of rules on on, on unit testing, and there sometimes people say unit testing it's only when you don't eat the database. Uh, some others, some others tell you, okay, uh, if you are using unit testing, you just test one class. So if you have if you have a class called car or something, you just test the car class. You don't test the the streets, for example, the class streets on where the cars uh, uh, are. So uh, yeah, you just mm -hmm. test specific things on, on, on unit tests. Normally, unit testing run faster than feature tests because it does not eat the database mm -hmm. in general. In su it's super specific, and I, I'm I'm not saying the 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 right word, but yeah, it's. Uh, it's close focus on on just one thing in instead of uh, a broad thing like uh, calling an endpoint, uh, checking uh, if the user has authorization, if the response is two hundred. Those kind of things normally are called feature tests or integration tests, okay. uh, I believe. Okay, so so what I get is like unit testing means. Uh, testing a single unit of yep. your code and yep. in PHP the single unit is a class yeah okay so if I am writing a test which is just going to validate the class or the functions of that class I will call it as a unit test mm -hmm. but if I write test for have for testing the flow of the user like if user hit the endpoint that d data will go to the controller and then model will going to store it into yes. the database if i have to test all this flow mm -hmm. this will be the feature test is it yeah. right yeah that's exactly okay. so, what i what i try to share <laughs> yeah that's that's great yeah yeah, yeah good one good one <laughs> yeah so yes uh, so uh, but again coming back to the same question like when when a new person should start learning about the test so suppose i am very new to laravel mm -hmm. or i am very new to even the php thing i don't know fancy stuff mvc the mm -hmm. controller or the injection container i don't know all these things but should i have to start learning about the testing or should i first learn about the main picture like how to create a normal crud mm -hmm. and then start the testing yeah. what's your recommendation yeah i do think probably they they will go without testing first because there without. is a, yeah without because um, there is a when we are learning some something new kind of and if we don't know a lot of about programming stuff you have to get uh, some excitement because there are some some 
It had a lot of pain probably in the beginning, just because of you miss a, a, a semicolon or something. Sometimes there is a lot of pain to figure it out what, what it is. So if you, you introduce uh, tests super early, I think it will be something that uh, they will not fully understand. And that will be one more thing to do. That's, that's why uh, compiled languages like... Um, uh, like C sharp, like uh, stuff like this, uh, uh, are not are not the probably the best the best for a beginner. Okay. Because uh, mm. it, it you have you need to compile, you need to check if the compiler did not fail, uh, and mm. there is a lot of a lot of steps that normally the people can can get um, frustrated about it and and move on to another thing because it's too hard. Right. So my my first goal if they have some kind of of, of passion if they want to try programming it's to just try do it and try this simple way and try to find videos on in, on the internet about it see others doing stuff and go really simple and start going from where going going, going from there and okay, yeah so and then oh yeah. and only then only then yeah go with a bit more experience and starting know how to how databases work how uh, how controllers work, what they are for, and all, all, all of that stuff, they can go, okay, now I want to mm -hmm. to be more serious yeah. about it, and I heard about testing, so let me let me check this. Right. Yeah, yeah good one, good one. So this is, all, this is also I uh, teach on my channel, and I say that, like, you don't have to worry about the testing if you are just getting started yeah. with Laravel, but you need to go into testing as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. So once you get the confidence that, hey, I am done with the CRUD thing, I know how things work, mm -hmm. go into the testing. Yeah. The reason behind saying this is that when you write a single test, even it's a unit test, you get the flow how Laravel works yeah. because you just need to first create a user using the factory. So you learn yeah. about the factory. factory. Yeah. So if you if you are running a factory that you, your migration has to be correct. So you are learning about the migration. Then you are using the refreshed database if you are using the feature uh, test. Then you, you uh, hit a like post request or get request so you learn about the routes mm -hmm. maybe you you use the named route then after that you get the response and you get learn about the status what yeah. status you return you have to assert that finally you are asserting and so in one test you are learning 10 things yeah so that's why i recommend to the people that hey you need to get back get into the testing as soon as possible but never start it initially like when you don't know anything yeah because how do you know yeah. that how, yeah. what will be the flow of test yeah. if you don't know anything yeah if you go with so, uh, yeah. yeah what is a get request what is the post yeah. request what is a get request yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. so so if you yeah. don't know that yeah. how yeah. how do you like yeah. learn it you will get like oh this is really great uh, i can't learn it <laughs> so that's not the case you need to get into it as soon as possible but not in the starting yeah right really 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 great stuff francisco and i'm not going to take much of your time but just two or three i like one-liners things mm -hmm. are there so let me know like which is the future technology you are excited about i'm really excited about i think that's probably the the answer from from every everyone about the chat gpt and open chat AI GPT. <laughs> Yeah, right. you have you have to yeah you have to be scared and excited at the same time. 
yeah, at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and exactly. right, right, so, right now I, I'm doing uh, uh, some. Um, some uh, pull request review, some kind of code review, and uh, I'm using that tool from Marcel. What's the diff? Right. Yeah, and sometimes it basically just nails it. Yeah, and wow. nails great, it. Great. Yeah, and yeah, that's so a super helpful. Sometimes it's it's not it's not uh -huh. that great, not that great, but it saves 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 time. Saves time. Yeah. So, what was the first thing you searched on the ChatGPT? What was the first thing I searched on ChatGPT? Or Let I can say ask, not not yeah. search. Yeah, ask. Uh, yeah, I believe was something for my girlfriend. She was doing. She was doing. Um, uh, she was doing uh, working on the on this last. I, I don't know the term in English. She was finishing the the course, the the university course, and okay, she had okay. a big a big work like like 200 pages and uh, I basically oh my God. and basically she delivered and uh, and finished uh, finish it but I know what that was super faithful so I asked for write me a sentence uh, about uh, like social <laughs> uh, yeah a social security system so it basically mm -hmm. nailed it yeah generate, it generate something and I was uh, see <laughs> if I didn't know that right. before you probably <laughs> will will sa save you time <laughs> Yeah, that yes, was my exactly, first thing that exactly. I searched. Yeah, so, I, I did not search anything related to code. Yeah, I don't believe so on the oh, first on, yeah, that, on the first thing. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I searched about Laravel, like how to create, uh, how to send an email to a user who is not active in my database, and I really like blown away. Like it has pointed out each and everything. It has created the queue. It has created the user model, routing, controller, everything. Uh, like hey. Is this like Jeffrey Way? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it was really amazing. Okay, so that was a like quick question. And second was like, if if not Laravel, which language you are excited about and you feel like okay, if somehow and <coughs> if someday PHP and Laravel is not there, I will take that language. Okay, uh, so right now it's po really popular Rust. It's really popular, right. but is but it's a systems language is there is a lot of a lot of more things that you need to know about programming. It's not an high level uh, programming language, and uh, if I was uh, choosing a comfortable answer, I will go with with JavaScript because I already know the uh, uh, the syntax. Yeah, yeah and uh, for the f the new languages, probably would go with Rust instead of Go. Yeah, right. I do prefer more Rust more than 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 Go. Rust. Okay, I would ask like why this is uh, like why not go virus, but this is not the scope of this Laravel India mm -hmm. podcast. We will not go into other languages more. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I just want to finish this podcast with this uh, ending note that I really glad that you will be here because I get to know more about the term wind and obviously my love thing, which is test driven development. Really great insight francisco and mm -hmm. i'm looking forward to meet you at laracon yeah, me too India. super excited less than 20 days <laughs> yes yes yeah. very soon very yeah. soon yeah so we, we we will continue the discussion of go and rust and there yeah, yeah. so for now it, it's just a, a simple yeah. pause for yeah. our conversation with this Laravel India podcast. So yeah. thank you, Francisco, for yeah. coming. And for yeah, well, this was really fun. Thank you for having me.